Hey guys, this is Nick. You are getting ready to listen to episode 95 of the Life in General podcast. This is our big vinyl episode for the month of November, and it ended up being a lot longer than we had anticipated. Um, total runtime was almost two hours on this episode. So we decided to cut this into two parts. So the first part that you're going to hear today is just kind of our over, overview of what's coming out, things we've, we've bought, uh, some, some other stuff that's going on. Um, and then part two, which is going to be out next week, is going to be the Jethro Tull vinyl portion of the uh, show. We get into the controversy surrounding the Aqualung album cover artwork, uh, some some hidden gems that are out there that people have uh, that are, are highly collectible that people have been trying to find, and then uh, some other stuff that uh, that that we would like to see released on vinyl that hasn't been released from their catalog. It's a really good conversation. Uh, that part of it. The Jethro Tull part, the the part two, uh, if if you if you want to call it that, that runs uh, about an hour and ten minutes. So this first part, it's it's a lot shorter. Uh, I think it's the 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 shortest episode we've released. Uh, I want to say it's like right around 40, 45 minutes. But it's it's really good. We go over a lot of a lot of different things. Uh, we had actually <laughs> we we had actually recorded two episodes. So this was going to be episode ninety five. We also recorded episode ninety six, which was originally going to be released next week. And then I kind of screwed up and deleted it after we recorded it. So there is no episode 96. So episode 96 is now going to be, I guess, part two. But So come back next week and check out the, the second half of our conversation. It was a, It's a really good show, and I hope you enjoy it. So here's episode 95. Welcome to episode 95 of the Life in General podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Ian. And uh, as always, you can email any questions or comments to contact at lifeingeneralpodcast.com. Do I sound really weird to you, Ian? Well, no more than usual. Well, I mean, I don't no, know. No, your volume, your, your, <clears throat> the audio sounds fine to me. Okay. All right. Maybe it's just me then. It might just be you. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at LIGPod. Uh, we're on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcast, uh, YouTube. The tube of the U's, as you always say. Yes. Tube of you. And uh, check us out on Spotify. We're on Spotify. Actually, we've been getting a lot of plays on Spotify lately. Really? So Yeah. Mm. They've been uh, delving more and more into the podcast realm. So Yeah. So they're pushing it maybe a little bit more, advertising it a bit more? Maybe. Maybe. I think uh, I also went through, I don't know, probably about a month back and kind of adjusted some of the settings in there and how, how we're tagged and things like that. So maybe that kind of helped also. I'm not sure. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe we've just been talking about more interesting shit lately, so people well, decide to listen. I, everything I say is interesting, so I don't know what you're talking about. Crickets. Crickets. Long <laughs> pause. So anyway, <laughs> so this is our first uh, episode of the month of November, so it is, of course, our... Music episode. Vinyl record episode. I just call it music episode, because it's the only way to listen to music anyway, so... I, I agree. And, uh... You're not gonna be chomping on something the whole episode, are you? Just I gotta finish this one. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm gonna chew my candy corn. There you go. Uh, Ian did point out the fact that it's after Halloween, so I shouldn't be eating candy corn anymore. But I bought this before Halloween. Then you should have eaten it before Halloween. Otherwise, it should go in a box. Mm. And I'm just saying that facetiously because I think Halloween should go all year round. 
unlike Christmas, which should only go for three weeks, and then it how goes for you, two months. How do you fall on candy corn? Candy I corn, love queen, I love candy corn because it seems like a very polarizing. It candy. is. It is. People either think it's from the devil or so, it's awesome, and I'm I'm in the awesome camp. Um, during my <laughs> during my clinical that. last week, I was on. Uh, I went in the we went in the break room afterwards. Uh, after we were done on the floor. Because we have this like post conference that we do mm-hmm. <clears throat> with our clinical instructor, and uh, they've got like there's this a plastic container on the counter, and I had candy corn in it, so I was like, "Sweet!" And I'm eating all the candy corn out. Everyone thought it was like the most disgusting thing on earth. Mm. I just love it though. I like candy corn, I've and, but you know it. what though? There's <coughs> excuse me, I gotta tickle my throat. There's so many fucking things I could say, yeah. but um. There's a lot of really shitty brands of candy corn, though. It's the, whatever this, Brax or whatever this Brox. is. Brax. Yeah. That's like the best. If it's not that, I won't eat it. But And the shit that was, that was on the, the counter of the break room was the cheap, nasty, generic stuff. Yeah. But it was still decent. Hmm. Candy corn's like pizza. There's no such thing as like bad candy corn or See, bad See, we've pizza. had that argument before, though, and I, I would agree with that with the candy corn, but there is such a thing as bad pizza. No, there's not. I've had bad pizza. I've had bad pizza is still un- like inedible pizza. Bad pizza is still like decent pizza. I won't touch a pizza that's got pineapple on it. That's not the pizza's fault. That's whoever made it. Well, so. none of it is the pizza's fault because someone had to make all of it. But there is such a thing as bad pizza. Um, I would say bad toppings. <laughs> There's definitely such thing as bad toppings. Yeah, and bad preparation, which therefore Ooh, look at that. That's like the a magical white. Candy corn. Yeah. That's really weird. It'll taste exactly the same. No, the white, the, the tip, the white tip tastes different. Does it? Does the white tip taste different? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of tickles and throats. Right, right. <laughs> you nasty bastard. You're the one who said it. <laughs> um. So anyway, this is our vinyl record episode, so we're going to be talking a couple of things to get um, do some upcoming vinyl releases. There wasn't a whole lot for the month. Um. We're also going to talk about the Record Store Day Black Friday that's coming up on the 29th. Um, we're going to go over some uh, records we picked up in October. Ian's not going to talk about much. I only picked up two. he only bought two records. Yep. Whatever. That's cool. Ian's saving up for something big. Yep. That's coming out on the 29th. Yep. So, and then uh, we're going to be talking some Jethro Tull vinyl. Ian's a big Jethro Tull fan. I've been a, I'm not a, as big of a fan, obviously. Um, I'm a huge fan of their work from the late 60s through the 70s. Um, so we're going to be talking about some of that stuff, too. Um, so as far as, like, what, what what's that for, Ian? Nothing. Were you, like, dancing in your seat? What do you... I was... You're like, woo, I get to talk to you all I got to dance. <laughs> no, I was actually just moving around because... Oh. Just sitting here. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry I'm boring the shit out of you, I guess. I, I'm, well, you, you do, typically. Fuck uh, off. But, you know. Um, I get fidgety when I'm just sitting still, is? yeah. I don't know if you've ever, I'm surprised you haven't noticed it before. So the, for, the, still very for the month of November, now obviously the first was, we're recording this on the second. Yeah. So there is, the, 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 they already have had some stuff come out this month, but for the total month of November outside of the Black Friday releases, there's 844 of them, uh, releases for the month. And uh, so for November, actually that, month, that number actually changed because I have there's since I started the list last weekend, mm-hmm. I started writing down some of the stuff that's coming out. I checked yesterday, and the weekly totals have changed. So there's actually more than 844 because I didn't update the total. Right. But there's more than eight. So there's like 850 some releases coming out for the month. 
Um, for November 1st, there wasn't, I mean, there was some decent stuff that came out yesterday. The, the really one of note that I really noticed that I thought about getting was the Nirvana MTV unplugged in New York, which I already have. Um, but that's kind of this cool, like smoke kind of color. Okay. It's colored so, vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a colored vinyl. The, uh, the, uh, there was a Garth Brooks set that came out. Which I used to listen. My my parents were big country fans mm-hmm. growing up, so I I listened to some Garth Brooks. But I mean, so it's 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 interesting. He's got so it's called Legacy, and it's three separate fourteen LP box sets. There's like a there's a like an original masters LP set. There's like a remastered set. There's, so there's I think it's the same music, just like done differently. Okay. Uh, it, well, the so, original masters would be from the original analog tapes. Yeah. And then the remaster would be those analog tapes remastered to. I'm whatever. not 100% sure that if it's remastered or what it is. Right. I know. I think it's all similar music or the same songs cut differently. Okay. Um, so anyway, there's, there's three, there's three 14 LP sets. So there's 42 LPs altogether. Right. Which is a gigantic. I've never heard of a, right. a release that big, but um, Johnny Cash, they released Johnny Cash bootleg one and two, which are both pretty decent. Uh, the REM Monster 25th edition, uh, anniversary edition came out. I want to get that. That's a, that's a really good album. It's one of the few <laughs> REM albums that I enjoyed the entire album. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I like a lot of their stuff, but I mean, that was, that was the follow up to Automatic for the People, which is probably their, their best album. Bro, yeah, I would agree with that. So. Then, uh, Social Distortions, uh, Sex, Love, and Rock and Roll came out, which I have on order from SRC Vinyl, mm-hmm. which I've used SRC Vinyl before. They've got some good stuff for decent prices. Their customer service sucks ass, though. Right, and their shipping practices are a little yeah. It's it's rough. it's obscene. I end up having to because I I can't I I pre-ordered this with three other titles, and then they told me that two of the idol two of the titles they couldn't they they were out of stock and they weren't going to be getting in. So then I tried for like three weeks to get a hold of somebody to cancel it. I called and left multiple, multiple voicemails, put like four tickets through their website, which is what they tell you to do. And finally I had to like, I had to go through PayPal and threaten to refund my money through PayPal for them to finally get them to respond to me. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, Oh, well one of the albums that, that you, we said was out of stock. We couldn't get in. We, we can get in. We'll ship them to you. And I was like, well, no, I've already bought the the two that they told me they couldn't get to me. Mm. I had already bought from a different source and already had by the time they responded to me. So then it took like another week to get them to respond to me again. And then finally they just canceled the whole damn order. I'm right. like, fine, fuck it. And I just ordered the shit from somewhere else. But mm-hmm. I, I do have the that uh, that sex, love, and rock and roll on order. And it's, it's it says ready to ship on the website for like, four days now so we'll see what happens mm-hmm. uh, uh stray cats live at the roxy 8 1981 was really good uh that, that's out on vinyl and then cat stevens back to earth which i wasn't a fan of the album at all but no as a completist i'd want it maybe but yeah because oh. it was his last it was his last studio album as cat stevens yeah it was so 1978 and then, and then uh, november 8th there's only three things i thought of you know that i found a note that were coming out was uh Alice Cooper, Dirty Diamonds, which you got on Record Store Day this year, yep, right? I did. Mm-hmm. But that's was that colored? Oh, I'm sure it's all it's, probably colored vinyl because that's 
Well, it's, this one is the one I got is blood splatter. It says clear with like red splat, blood splatter in it. So I wonder if this is the same. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'll see when I go to the record store. But yeah, um, it's how, it's one of his best albums. Is it? It, it? Yeah, it really. It has that '70s sound, and it's got his humor, and it's it's a really good album. I'd put it in the top ten of his albums. For okay. Sure. Um, Hums, you prefer an astronauts coming out? They've released a couple. SRZ vinyls released a couple of different variants. This is the green vinyl, which matches the the green yeah, the of the cover. cover. Yeah. And then uh, Post Malone's Wow is coming out. But that was really it for the for for that week. Uh, November 15th, and I don't know if it's just because everything was kind of leading up to the 29th. Like the 15th, Let It Bleed, Rolling Stones is really the only that's thing that's just the, out. The, the single version, like the single this is record, the, this is the, single disc, because didn't they release a box set? This is a 5LP deluxe okay. version that's okay. coming out on the 15th. Um, and that was really about it. And then uh, November 22nd, there's a Silver Chairs fo- uh, Frog Stomp. There's a silver version coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Seger's Against the Wind. Which is a really good album. Yeah. I know you're not a Bob Seger fan. I like I like really old Bob Seger. Uh, the Beatles, the Singles Collection, which is a 23 LP set that's being released. Which one is this? I'm sorry. Uh, the Singles Collection by oh, yeah. the Beatles. Okay. And then the Clash, uh, uh, London Calling is is reissuing. This is a Japanese pressing. Okay. Which Japanese pressings are tend to be higher quality because they're in, in Japan a Japanese pressing. Has to be virgin vinyl. Mm. There's no recycled material in their right. vinyl. I don't know if that makes much of a difference. Uh, people say it's a better, it's a higher quality. That's why t- uh, Japanese pressings tend to be more money. money. Yeah. More, more expensive, yeah. And then uh, November 29th, there. Uh, now these, the, I've got two on the list here. These weren't part of the record store day releases, but uh, Motley Crue's Doctor Feelgood, the 30th anniversary box that's coming out. Okay. And I'm assuming the the stuff that's listed on here on there for the 20th, I'm I'm sure we'll probably already have that date picked prior to the record store day. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's Black Friday anyway, so they knew it was going to be a record store day, but I'm not sure. Yeah. And then uh, Prince, they're releasing 1999, which there's been a bunch of different repressings of it. Absolutely. But there's a a double LP remastered version. There's a quadruple LP deluxe version, and there's an 11 LP super deluxe version. Oh, I'm not wow. sure what's on that. Well, he does have a lot of unreleased material. So I know he does. It's possible that could have a lot of like demos and that's prob- songs oh, no one's heard. I'm, or, I'm sure it does. So, I mean, to fill 11 albums, they'd have to have quite a bit. Yeah. So, I was, like I said, there wasn't a whole lot that I found that I thought was, oh, yeah, I definitely have to go out and get that. I mean, there's a couple, maybe three or four of them that I'd like to get. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Friday's got at least one for sure that I want. Yeah, Black Friday, I, I've heard there's, there's 182 uh, Black Friday releases coming out. <laughs> Excuse me. You all right there, Sunshine? Yeah, I'm all right. Ian's, just, been, Ian's been sick I'm getting week, over. So. Yeah, I'm getting over something. So. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, there's 182 releases coming out for Black Friday, and I've heard a lot of people kind of complaining online about the lack of... Options? Yeah, I mean, it's just... But I, th- I feel like that's how Black Friday was last year, too. There was maybe one or two things I was really interested in. I didn't actually get anything right. on Black Friday last year. Well, I th- I think if it were me, I mean it's not, but I mean if it were, it would. You'd want to make sure that if you're going to still do Record Store Day in April, you don't want to. You want to kind of blow your load in April. Yeah. Because otherwise, there's no point. Black Friday is always going to be Black Friday. Yeah. So I don't know. I just know there's one one album I really want to get. So yeah, there's uh, there's a couple of really interesting ones. There's a uh, 
Louis Armstrong, uh, live in Allentown, Pennsylvania from 1956. I mean, I'd have to listen to it first before I'd Mm -hmm. uh, get it. I mean, I like some of Louis Armstrong stuff. I'm not a huge fan. Uh, J. Cole's releasing 2014 uh, Forest Hills Drive EP, which is a... I know you're not a rap fan at all. No, not really. No, that's a picture disc. It's a really good album. Mm-hmm. Then the, uh, there's uh, Alice Cooper, Billion Dollar Babies. I think it's live in 73, I think is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I've heard it's a really good album. It was part of the, it was on the CD that they released, uh, what, last couple of years? The special edition Billion Dollar Babies? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's that same concert that's on there. Mm-hmm. And then the one you were interested in, the Alice Cooper Dragon Town. Yeah. Uh, the Doors is they're releasing live at the Isle White uh, Festival from 1970. Okay, 70 uh, or 71? Or no, it was 70. It was 70. 70. Yep. And then uh, the one I'm really interested in, which is Pearl Jam's uh, MTV Unplugged from 1992, mm-hmm. fantastic show. Yeah, probably one of the best Unplugged shows. Even better than Nirvana? I said one of them. Okay, I think Nirvana is the best Unplugged show right. ever. And then I would have even put I love Pearl Jam, but I think I would have put um, Alice in Chains at second. Yeah, Allison Chains is really good. Actually, I just picked that up this month. Yep. Um, and then Sugar Ray, fourteen fifty nine. I'm not a huge Sugar Ray fan, but that's a really that's good a, fucking yeah, album. Yeah, I remember when you had that on CD. It was it was pretty good. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty good album. And then uh, one that I probably wouldn't pick up, but it's really kind of interesting. It's a various artists album. It's a Saturday morning cartoons greatest hits, huh. and it's done by like a bunch of different punk bands you've probably never heard of. Oh, they do like theme songs to cartoons. and yes. stuff? Oh. Yeah, that might be worth at least listening to. I don't know if I'd want to buy it either. But. Yeah, I don't know if I'd buy it, but I mean, outside of that, that's what one, two, three, four, five, eight things out of one hundred and eighty-two. Right. Yeah, I mean, I have to look at the list again, but it, I felt like the list. I am, am going to be spending more than just. I'm technically going to be walking away with twenty-five records that day, theoretically. Maybe not that day because I have to pre. I have to order the one. But yeah, but Ozzy's uh, entire catalog is being released that day as well. Um, I'm assuming through his website because it hasn't been listed on any other website at no, all. No, nothing I've seen. Um, and it is a limited edition, so but it's 500 bucks, so that's that's why it's a hell of a set, though, man. Really, it is. It comes you, with 24. If you're, if you're records, an Aussie fan, I mean, it's like it's got everything. It's got everything. Yep, everything. It's got all the studio albums, all the live albums, and it's got an entire album of nothing but outtakes. Yeah, that's gonna be a bunch of shit that you've never got, you've never been able to have before. Right. No, not, not on, on vinyl. vinyl. Right. Um comes with a poster for every album every studio album uh it's it's and it's in a it's just it's just a all-around complete package um and there's at least four or five albums off the top of my head that you four that you can't get at all that have never been either released on vinyl or released very limitedly when they first came out yeah um and otherwise there's there's five of them that are you know if you can find them on vinyl there's fucking expensive yeah um no more tears for example which is something i'd love to have you, you can find it because it was released in 91 on vinyl but it's like a hundred bucks yeah, and exactly. it's just you, it's hard to spend that kind of money on a single record when there's you know if it was the only aussie one that was that expensive it'd be fine yeah. but then there's a couple i can't even get like no black rain you can get unofficial bootleg versions on vinyl same with scream okay but that's it. And they're super expensive, too. But they're not even official releases. Yeah, which I've got a couple of bootlegs, and I think they sound fine. Yeah, but, you know, when you want... It depends on, what the, it depends on the source they get the, the That's the thing. The you don't know. 
Um, and I'm a completist. Because if, if they're ripping it from a CD, it's going to sound like shit. shit exactly. Um, I'm a completist. I want complete studio, you know, official releases, you know, if I can get them, obviously. So, in fact, I mean, like, we are, well, we'll get to it after, because it's part of the Jester Tull thing, so. What? What's that? Some of the ones that aren't on vinyl and will never be on vinyl. Yeah, we can talk about that, but, um, yeah, so I just felt, I just felt there was, like, it was lacking a lot of, like, mm-hmm. big name stuff. Right. Which I kind of knew it was going to. Right. Um, well, like I said, it's like, you can't have. I was actually surprised that the, the Alice stuff was even being released. Alice is usually pretty good. I, he's got something going. He's releasing something for every record store day that not, I can think back. Not Black Friday. He didn't last year. I oh, think. maybe not. Yeah, because you know Black Friday in the spring in April, it's a different beast. Right. Well, but, that's what I mean. You don't want to. If you're going to blow your load, blow it on that. Because yeah. like I said, Black Friday's not going anywhere. No. Um, so I always have that. That's that's kind of all we have. Uh, as far as I kind of want, I was trying to breeze through some of this like early stuff in the episode just because I think the. We're going to talk to Jethro Tall Vinyl, and there's a lot to it. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, what what uh, what did you pick up this month? Anything decent? or? Uh, only two. I got uh, the 25th anniversary of Throwing Copper by Live. Oh, well, that's right. Which I finally got a chance to listen to the other day. Um, it's a great album. It's a great album. It's a great from album. From beginning to end. Um, and I picked up uh, Paranoia by Black Sabbath just because I, I didn't have it, and it was cheap. And it's the remaster, the reissue of it. So. What's your other, your other ones are also on yes, there. yeah. The only one I I had originally that was an original pressing was Paranoid. I still have it. It's my yeah. dad's copy. It's not in the best of condition. It's old and beat up. So, and since my other ones are, are reissues, I kind of want them all to be universal. Yeah, so, that makes sense. So yeah. now I'm only missing three Black Sabbaths. So which ones are you missing? Master of Reality, Technical Ecstasy, and Never Say Die. Gotcha. I uh, I I didn't buy a whole lot this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably the least I've bought in a while. But I got you still some, have what ten. I think I picked up twenty this, this oh, month. Jesus, okay. I uh, was being conservative, but <laughs> don't be conservative. Uh, well, not politically, <laughs> <laughs> bunch of bastards. Right. Uh, no, I'm just joking. Uh, no, I'm not. Yeah, a bunch of bastards. Uh, <laughs> there, uh, I picked up a lot of really like stuff I've been trying to find for a long time. Um. Have you ever heard of the Cooties? Uh, yes, I've heard of them. I Have don't you? know any of their really? music. Yes. So the Cooties, it was the Cooties were like a side project of MXPX. I think I knew them because their, you their, told me in their them. early days. So I got a an original 1997 original pressing of their. I think it's their only album they ever made. It's called Let's Play House. Okay. It's got uh, I'm okay, you're okay, which I'm pretty sure you know. You know this song, don't you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it was a I'm okay, you're okay is a song, probably the biggest song off of Slowly Going the Way of the Buffalo, which is MXPX's album that was released in '98, I believe. Mm-hmm. This it, is an earlier version of that song. It was or actually originally recorded for. It was actually planned for the Cooties. Okay. Uh, Mike Herrera wrote it for this album, and they liked it so much they re-recorded it mm-hmm. and put it on their own album. Um, so it's actually a really good album for what it is for, you know, mid nineties punk song or punk album. Mm-hmm. Um, I did pick up the ever passing moment by MXPX. It's an original pressing 2000. Okay. Um, which is kind of hard to find because they weren't pressing a whole lot of not vinyl. Not 2000. No. Not 2000. Um, and MXPX, you know, they, they had a moment of, you know, kind of 
pop star. As far as like chartability goes, right. The Ever Passing Moment was probably, I think, was their highest charted album. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that there probably is more of those copies floating, out, floating around out there. I got it at a smoking price. I also got from the same guy I bought MXPX's 1996. Um, it's a 10-inch called On the Cover. So it was, uh, it was yep. a cover album that they made. Um, and the, the cover album is, like I said, is a 10-inch white vinyl. Right. So that was pretty sweet. I got a steal on both of those. And I remember you having it on CD, too. Yeah, day. yeah, there. It's a great for especially for a cover album. It's a great album. Mm-hmm. It's probably that and uh, who was the other really? Uh, Goody Hook, I think is how you say the name of the band. Mm-hmm. Songs we didn't write. Fantastic cover album. Oh, Mike Ness's oh, cover uh, album yeah. was pretty good too. Yeah, it was. Oh uh, well, that wasn't a cover album. Mm, I thought there, it was. He did under the influences, right. which was a cover album, which is eh, it's okay. Um, his 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 first solo album had other covers had on it. had, had a couple of covers on it but not a whole lot yeah maybe i was just thinking of those covers that were pretty good yeah, the devil and miss jones is a cover mm-hmm. uh but uh, i also picked up uh the the young and the hopeless by good charlotte mm-hmm. which is really hard to find i i was looking for i wanted to get an original pressing of it cuz with that kind of stuff i'd like to get some of those older pressings but mm-hmm. for as much as i paid i i got the it's a 2014 repressing but like the original pressing stuff, for some reason, is really fucking expensive. Yeah. So I mean, I still paid over a hundred bucks for the, for that one. And the other one, I was really happy to get. It's something I've been looking for for thirty two years, which was it's an original pressing of Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. It's rape scene. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get a U.S. pressing, but the U.S. pressings are super expensive. Three or four times the the cost of. And yeah. I I got a U.K. pressing. I got a, a really good deal on it mm-hmm. um original u.s pressings they didn't they didn't press it for very long in the right. u.s uh before people started throwing a fit about the the cover so a good quality u.s pressing is going to cost you 200 bucks right or somewhere close to that or H- more, 150 on. to 200 dollars um and a uk pressing they press in the uk for a longer period of time before before they stopped so you can get a uk pressing for 50 60 bucks mm. Um, so yeah, that was pretty sweet to have that. It's something I, I've almost bought a couple of times when I was younger. Right. Uh, and, and I'd come across it and at the time I was like, ah, I don't really want to pay 35 bucks for a record. Now I'd gladly, gladly pay you that for. Right. Well, you've, you have played, paid that and, and, and the one more. And I'm probably, I'm pretty sure that the ones that I came across, Back in the late 80s were probably U.S. pressings also. Right. So uh, what else I got? I got uh, Less Than Jake's Hello Rock View. It's a seven It's a seven LP, seven-inch box set, which is pretty sweet. I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah, and but here's the interesting part. I'll let you uh, – because I didn't know this. But if you get – it's all the songs that are on that album, right? Uh-huh. But if you get the album that's just the regular 12-inch, it's like way more expensive. Uh, if I – than getting the, I think um, there's only one uh, on sale on Discogs right now, and I want to say it's 120 bucks. Right, and what did you pay for this one? Uh, I want to say less than 40 bucks. Yeah, see, that's to me that's almost worth it just getting it like that because you still get all the songs. No, the box is a little beat up. Yeah, um, but it's missing. So originally it came with a an insert for the because they're all seven inch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it came with a lo- less than Jake adapter okay uh, the adapter wasn't with it the box is a little beat up but the vinyl's in great shape yeah 
Um, but so it's just so hard to find less than Jake anything. Anything. Violet's not well, super expensive. Especially like losing streak. Well, losing streak. I've only even Hell seen Rocky. his picture picture disc. Oh no no, they've got you can get the you can get um, losing streak on Discogs for 120 bucks. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll pay 120 bucks for it though. Yeah, exactly. That's that's kind of the thing I come across. I mean, I want it. I, do I, I, I really it. do want it. And I probably will buy it eventually. It yeah. just um, I, it's I just a lot of money to spend on one record. Yeah, it is. Even though I've done it a couple times, yeah, but I mean, I've done it once. Uh, another one I kind of I, I picked up. I kind of stumbled across and I picked it up because I thought it was really kind of interesting. And then I looked it up and realized I got it for a really smoking deal. It's a 1973 pressing of I think the guy's name is Cherny Berg, but it's it's scary spooky stories. Okay, it's a Halloween record. And it's just like this guy just reading stories. Oh, spooky stories. Yes, yeah, yeah, scary stories. But I want I want to say I paid like. I don't know what I paid for it, 14 or 15 bucks. Mm. And this thing sells for $100 online. Really? Yeah. I was kind of surprised about that. Have we talked about that other record that we saw at the record store that we didn't, that you didn't buy? No, I probably, I, I, I was, I actually forgot all about that. But uh, here, let me, I'm going to read through a couple of the yeah. other ones and we'll Before talk we get about, to the tall stuff. Before we get to the tall stuff, we'll talk about the crazy <laughs> thing that I passed up that I shouldn't have. Audio porn. Yeah. So, um, I did pick up, uh, it's a Various Artists 1994 pressing of Old School Rap Volume 1. So okay. this is like, old school, I'm talking like 70s. late 70s, yep. early 80s rap. Uh, it's got like sugar, underground sh- sugar Hill Gang and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's really pretty sweet. I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, it's got a, little, a lot of really great stuff on there. I did pick up, like you said earlier, the MTV Unplugged from Alice, Chain, Alice in Chains I got. Um, I did finally pick up Both Directions at Once by John Coltrane, because I'm a huge John Coltrane mm-hmm. fan. Obviously enough, when I run through the stuff, there's no Coltrane stuff coming out in the month of de- in the month of November. Wow, maybe these is, kids ran out of stuff to sell. I'm sure. The, I'm sure. Said. I'm sure there's stuff out there. Yeah. But um, so yeah, it's it's not the best Coltrane, but it's, it's still awesome. Yeah, it's so great. When and you're it, a and fan, even the the bad stuff's still good. And I got the and I got the, like the deluxe version because there's two versions of it that's released. One's just like the straight songs, mm-hmm. and then there's a deluxe version that has. All the the songs, and then it's got a second desk with demos, outtakes of those songs, okay. and it's really fucking sweet to kind of sit down and listen to him go through the process. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty sweet, and, and it's uh, like I said, it's still great music. Uh, I still love listening to Coltrane, but uh, I did I did get um, Social Distortion's White Light, White Heat, White Trash. Which is a 2011 repressing. That's another thing. That's if you find a, an original pressing of it, it's going to be well over 100 bucks. Right. Uh, so I was finding in a repressing of that. It's in great shape. And then I've been in this Blink 182 kick ever since Nine came out. And I. So when I pre-ordered Nine, I pre-ordered the 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 hot splatter. It's like a red and yellow kind of splatter. Kind of daglow colors. Yeah. And then. Uh, I liked it so much, I ended up buying the black version also, just so I could have them. And then I kind of just, I, I started looking back at my other Blink albums, and I'm like, well, I've got some black versions of this album, and I've got some colored versions of another album. Why is my computer working? There it goes. Um, <clears throat> so I kind of went through, I, I did get um, Blink 182's self-titled album from 2002 or 2003, I think it was 2003. Is probably one of my favorite albums of all time, and it, and I had a black, a black pressing of it. I did buy the pink repressing, mm. um, just so I can have a color. That's the one with your cover is on your wallpaper, right? Uh, what's the, yeah, I think so. Okay, <clears throat> I sure. Okay, it's the smiley face, and it's like 
white with white, yeah, yeah, like yeah. pastel color. Yeah, it is. And, and then I also picked up uh, a colored version of "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket," mm-hmm. which is a it's, it's a really good album. I feel stupid saying it because I didn't realize what the title said until I don't know, probably about a year ago. Maybe. It's all in how you say it, and yes. Being, how people want to take it. That's kind of the beauty of the title. Really. So I, I got a red version of that. I also picked up, there was a, a live album from 2000, which I didn't, I don't, I don't know why, but I always thought it was a best of, so I never listened to it. Right. And it's called the, the Mark, Tom, and Travis show. It's just a live album. It's really good. But it's funny, like the, it's a double LP, mm-hmm. and the fourth side is just all banter from the tour. Just them like making fun of each other. Like on the tour bus and stuff? No, on on stage. Oh, okay. Just a, a bunch of different cuts of them giving hmm. a bunch, giving each other a bunch of shit, and it's kind of funny. Cool. Um, so anyway, n- now on to what I didn't get. Just one specifically. <laughs> so in 1950, I, I think it was 1957 mm-hmm. or 1953. Give me one second. Let me see if I can pull it up. Um, if not, I can. I've got... I think I still have the text message you sent me when you saw it. Because I saw it in the store on the wall. I was like, oh, that's silly. And I just kind of forgot about it. And then like a day later, Nick texts me. He goes, check this out. I'm like, oh, I just saw that. And then he starts telling me all this stuff about it. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And he sends me a YouTube link with one of the songs. Yeah, did you listen to it? I listened to the one. Okay, so so this album is called... Hopefully I don't offend anyone, but whatever. No, if, I, if, I, if I do, go fuck off. All right. Uh, it's called My Pussy Belongs to to Daddy. And it's this topless lady. From 1950s. It's this from 1957. Right. It's this topless lady holding a cat in her lap. Yes. So I think the cat is supposed to be the pussy. Yes. But whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, just some of the some of the tracks. Uh, so the first song is called My Pussy Belongs to Daddy. And these are all like regular like jazz songs yeah right? like it's, it's the thing, something hilarious. you hear at like a dinner party almost yes. sounding the second song which i think is the one i sent to you is called Sta- uh, sadie still got the rag on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, the one yeah, i, I want a man to give me some luck uh what's the other one the the last uh song on this album is called tony's got hot nuts hmm. so anyway it's 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 not like porn but it's Kind of like porn. It's kind of for 1957. Yeah, right. It yeah. Yeah. But uh, it was, and it was also hilarious because the record store I saw it at, the price of it was sixty nine dollars and sixty nine cents. Right. And the st- the price stickers were over the ladies' nipples. Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. I took a picture of it and sent it to a couple of people, and I was showing around at work also. We all got a good get- a good laugh out of it, mm-hmm. and uh, I was kind of kicking myself in the ass because I. The next day after I saw, so I saw it on a Sunday, and then Monday I was like, "Damn, I probably should have bought that because it was seventy bucks, but it was twenty percent off." Mm-hmm. And this thing was in really good condition, mm-hmm. and in that condition, it typically goes for a hundred to one hundred and fifty bucks online. So you could have made a profit if you didn't want to keep it. Yes. So I went back Tuesday to go buy it, and of course it was gone. It was gone. Yeah. So anyway, that that was my. That was my funny story for the for the month. <laughs> it was, I, guess. I just thought it was funny because I I, I I saw it myself and then like they said a bunch of people had been taking later. pictures of it also. Yeah, it was like two days later because if you said you, you saw it on a Sunday, I saw it on Friday because um, I was in there looking for that tall package. I'm surprised you didn't uh, send me a picture of it. Eh, I don't know. I you know, I guess under better circumstances I might have, but I'm not. I'm not that kind of, like, if it was, like, super, like, crazy, I probably would have, but it just, 
that's, I just, that's it, something you don't see every it, day. Right, but it just it just didn't register. I and saw the funny the, thing is, I was like, like, ooh, boobies, and I just kind of moved on. It's like then, highly collectible. Yeah, which I didn't know until you did the research on. Yeah. So. And it's, it's funny because I've, I've seen that album on lists before. Have you? Yeah. I'd never seen it before, but I saw it on the wall, and I, you know, like I said, boo, boobies, and I just moved on. I just, it was, you That's know. funny. If you want to go get a good laugh, just look it up. Yeah, it's and some of the and the tracks are on YouTube also, so mm-hmm. you can listen to them. Yeah, it like I said, the the one song was kind of it was actually kind of catchy, but totally about periods. Well, yeah, so, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> which are which is not catchy, not necessarily. I guess. I mean, it depends on how you want to catch it, but right. <laughs> yeah, it's best just to leave it, leave it to itself. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that's it. That's that's kind of all I had. I, mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just it, it popped into my head, and I couldn't remember if we've talked about it before. No, no, because it, it just was, happened. It just happened back in yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah, October eighth, ninth. Well, for you, the twentieth. Well, because I, I went in there on the eighteenth. I worked back. last weekend, so I didn't go to the record store two last weekend. Ago, yeah, so yeah, was, you're right. Yeah, two weekends ago. Yep. So yeah, that's pretty funny though. I'll, uh, so I, I can say this for sure: if I do come across it, and it's in good condition, and it's in good condition, you'll and a good price, it. I'll probably pick it up. Because yeah. they said the the lady I was talking to in there that works there. So they did have a, another copy of it a while back. It's been a while since they've had it, but she said it was like eighty-five bucks the last time they sold it. Hmm. So, oh, interesting. So, yeah, well, vinyl porn, vinyl porn, audible porn, musical porn. Except for there's not porn; it's just songs. It was probably it's probably stuff that would be played played at like a 1950s stag party or something. Probably, I could definitely see that. Yeah. Because you wouldn't, they would never, you would never catch someone playing that in like mixed company in the, in the 1950s. No, no, no. So, but yeah, I could see it like a stack. Sorry, I had to take a drink. Or like people playing poker, a bunch yeah. of guys playing poker, <laughs> listening to that. Poker. Poker. So anyway, Jethro Tall. So we're actually going to stop the conversation right there. And uh, like I said earlier, it's a, it's a long episode, so we broke it up in half. Come back next week. And check out episode part two of episode 95, where we're going to get in all the Jethro Tull stuff. And uh, and hopefully you come back and check it out. Uh, so be out, uh, it'd be out, this episode came out Monday. Next episode will be out on Sunday. So next Sunday, come back and check it out. And uh, hopefully you kind of understand and forgive me for my for my technical goof up. It's taken, we, we've done 95 episodes. This is the first one I've screwed up this bad so so uh sorry again guys and uh come back next week and check out part two okay thanks play my role let me tell you about it this shit right here man i'm about about it only real niggas reside around me yo lady drop a card around me dip like i know you can bitch show me the rules like we in the ring got you so go you want to hang shoulder to shoulder the niggas basic you know I won't lie, you know that I ain't for that fuck shit You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it Know that y'all sick as fuck, here go this tissue bro We taking the dub, hoping you get you some This hit like a pick me up, she taking my drugs Know they see the sign, that's from down the side Know they sick as fuck, know they sick as fuck Tell get well soon, tell them get well soon Know you sick as fuck, get well soon Oh shit, watch out you the guard Billy, oh shit Who died for that party? Who died for some bitches who showing their bodies? Swear to God, nigga, this Molly got me.
styling. 